everybody, and welcome to Horror, Humor, Hunger. I'm Viggy Parhampton with the only podcast that will scare you, make you laugh, and then feed you. And speaking of feeding you, we have made it to the final episode of this season, which you know that means food. So without further ado, let's get to it because I know I'm hungry and I bet you are too. So I'm here with my wonderful mom, Becky Parr, who is an expert recipe developer and who I've asked to create a recipe specifically inspired by my short story, Grandma Ruth's UP Truck Stop, which was the subject of this entire season. So now that we've worked up an appetite, what have you got for us, mom? I have decided to create diner stuffed pancakes. And any of you that love to entertain like I do are probably always looking for an easy recipe that everyone's gonna love and that looks just a little bit special, but easy to make. And this fills all of those categories because you can use a biscuit or pancake mix for this, add just a couple of ingredients, you bake it in a sheet pan instead of individual pancakes. And by baking this all at one time, Everybody gets served at the same time. You're not in the kitchen for half an hour and the last one to eat. And I guarantee you it'll be better than individual pancakes. Oh, I'm sure. I hate making pancakes because every time I do, they are burned on the outside and raw on the inside. I usually set off a smoke alarm. They're just so annoying. And then everybody's waiting. And so by the time you actually get to sit down as the cook to eat pancakes, they're probably cold and everybody else is done. That's right. And if all you're serving is pancakes, you've got no choice but to just sit there and flip pancakes till everybody's full. Almost impossible to serve a large group this way. But by baking them in a sheet pan and making them this fancy stuffed sandwiches that are made from pancakes, I guarantee you everyone's going to be talking about how wonderful this brunch is. Yeah, so let's get started. All right, so we are here today. We've made it through this season. I know you're hungry. We are making diner stuffed pancakes. Ooh, and what will the pancakes be stuffed with? We're going to stuff them with cream cheese and an assortment of jams. Ooh, that sounds delicious and very much inspired by the story. So what is our first step here? Okay, I'm making this easy because, you know, I'm all about looking fancy but doing easy. And this is one of those. People will say, oh my goodness, this is such a gourmet meal. And you know what? It's just a few ingredients, a little bit of time, and I mean a little bit of time, and you are home free with this one. Now, I am using a pancake mix, and I suggest you do the same. Yeah, and here she's got, it's Bisquick gluten-free pancake and baking mix. All mixes are different, so I can tell you for sure that this one works. I don't know about others, but I bet any other Bisquick mix would work as well. You don't have to make it gluten-free. But yeah, this just cuts down on some of the time and effort you have to put into it, which is always good. That's right. Now, I used two cups of my Bisquick pancake mix. To that, I'm adding two cups of whole milk. All right. Easy so far? Easy squeezy. Okay, okay so we've added the milk. Now what? Now we're going to do four tablespoons of vegetable oil. Okay. Again, very, very easy. Oh, and also I see you've got the oven preheating. What temperature are you putting that on? Uh, 425. 425, and we are going to be using a, what size pan is this, that? This is a my perfect slice cookie sheet. 
And uh, unlike all the other, I would call them heavy labor pancakes in which you've got to make individuals. And if you're cooking for a group, that's just really hard. And also I can never seem to make a pancake that is cooked on the outside and cooked on the inside. It's always burned on the outside and raw. On the inside. Right. And everyone says, oh, you've got to throw the first couple away. Well, why do that? Yeah. You can bake these in the oven and everybody is served at the same time. And for this particular recipe, because we're stuffing them, it's just absolutely ideal. True. And you're not going to set off your smoke alarm while making pancakes, which I do every single time. My, my, Vic. You must have the fire department on edge every Sunday morning. <laughs> well, this is why I bake my pancakes. Exactly. Exactly. So what are we adding now? Now we're adding two whole eggs. As I mentioned, I'm using whole milk, but a lot of people prefer buttermilk, and it would be good, too. It just gives it oh. a little more tang. Yeah. Uh, so two cups of whole milk or two cups of buttermilk. Okay, I'm adding two eggs. And I'm going to go ahead and butter this cookie sheet. We're using a cookie sheet with kind of a tall lip as opposed to a standard 9 by 13 pan because we want to layer these into beautiful pancake sandwiches, so we want them to be a little bit on the thinner side. So we're going to use that cookie sheet. I'm going to butter it so that it's ready when the mix is ready. Go ahead and do that. And, and then what are I, you doing, Mom? Right now I'm just whisking these few ingredients together. And although the recipe doesn't call for it because I'm baking it up, actually, I'm going to add just a little bit of vanilla flavoring. Oh, yes. Just to give it a little extra pizzazz because these are more of a, these were a sweet pancake. Yeah. And vanilla, actually, you might think, oh, I'm just adding a teaspoon to a cookie mix or, oh, it's just a tiny bit in a cake. If you leave it out, it really does make a difference. If you've ever done a taste test where you've made chocolate chip cookies with and without vanilla, you definitely notice it. So it might seem like a small thing, but it's really going to make a big difference in these pancakes. Because really, isn't everything all about flavor? It really is. Nobody wants to eat a tasteless pancake. So I'm going to add two teaspoons of vanilla extract. And you know what? You could also do an almond extract if Ooh. you were doing pecan pancakes. I mean, there's a million variations on this, Ooh. which again is something that I love. You can serve the same thing with different variations just all the time. It suddenly just came to me. I use almond extract in baked goods whenever I want it to taste like cake batter. So if you put some almond extract in there and some sprinkles, you could fill them with whipped cream and you've got birthday cake pancakes. Woo! We'd be fancy. We'd be fancy. <laughs> I love when we can make things that have a lot of different variations because I'm always making things my own. Okay, so I've whisked this batter together and I'm just pouring it into my cookie sheet. And I know you guys can't see this, but the consistency is kind of like cake batter. It's not too thin, not too thick, but definitely pourable. And as she's pouring it in, it is spreading out into the pan. Okay, I'm going to need a spatula. Okay, we're going to get a spatula to help get the last get little every last bit out. out of that bowl. Because so many people, I think, just pour and don't use a spatula. And you're leaving behind quite a bit of batter. And when you're feeding a group, you know, every little bit counts. Every little bit counts. <laughs> Today, I'll be feeding five people with this recipe. And one baby. So five and, and one people. baby. That's right. And I and I'm sure she's gonna love it, you know. Yeah, she might eat more than anybody else, actually. That's true. That's true. And because they look pretty, I think they're intriguing. You know, people go, Ooh, I've never had one like that. That's a pancake. Yes, yeah. it's a fancy pancake. Fancy pancake. <laughs> and again, you don't have to be standing over the griddle, slaving over pancakes while everybody's sitting there waiting for their food. That's right. Everybody gets to eat at the same time. Okay, now she's picked up the pan and she's kind of tilting it around to make sure the batter is spread evenly throughout. 
and our oven is ready. So we're gonna go ahead and slip that in. And how long is this gonna bake for? This is gonna bake at 425 for about 12 to 15 minutes, depending on your oven. So when it's brown on top and the edges are kind of loosening, it's ready to go. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and do that. And in the meantime, we will make our cream cheese filling. So now we're gonna start, while the pancakes are baking, making our cream cheese filling. So mom has eight ounces of cream cheese that she has left out to soften a little bit, and she's putting it in a bowl. And, I, and this is the first time I've made it too, so I wanna make sure that I have plenty. Yeah, because even if we make too much for the pancakes, this would be fantastic on bagels, on toast, on waffles. I mean, if you make a really delicious cream cheese, it doesn't have to go to waste. That's absolutely right. So I, I've had this sitting out for several hours so it, it softens, but if you don't have that option, you can always just pop it in the microwave for you know 15 seconds and it'll have that same consistency. Yeah, you wanna be careful though, because if you put cream cheese in the microwave for too long, it will explode. Right, that's why I said 15 seconds. Yeah, I didn't know that the first time I tried to microwave cream cheese and I had a very messy cleaning job from a microwave. That was fun for me. All right, so we have three different jams here because you know we're fancy and we like different colors. So we've got blackberry preserves, raspberry preserves, and apricot preserves. So we're gonna have a pretty kind of bluish one, a red one, and an orange one. And we use Bon Maman because that's just the kind we like, but you can use any jam or jelly or preserves that you like. Homemade is fine too, but try and make it pretty because that's kind of the whole point. Pretty and delicious. That's right, and the, the jam will give you enough sweetness that you don't need to add sugar to it. Yeah. And uh, I, I much prefer a fruit taste to just a sweet taste. Totally. And since mom is inept at opening jars, <laughs> I will do it. Yeah. Yeah, it helps having an Amazon that's your daughter. Well, I've got, I'm pregnant, so I have the strength of a grown woman and a tiny baby. <laughs> okay, so mom's gotten three little bowls out because we have the cream cheese in a big bowl, but we're gonna separate it so that we can keep these fillings separate. And this is really to look and taste. I know that if you like a, you know, a very specific recipe, I will tell you what I'm doing. So I've got the blackberry, blackberry jam. She's putting one to two tablespoons of jam into each bowl. Just depends on what level of sweetness you like. And then you'll divide the cream cheese into thirds. So eight ounces, that's almost three ounces per bowl for each flavor of cream cheese. So that I have an equal amount of cream cheese in each flavor. And so now she's just mixing the blackberry jam with the softened cream cheese. Literally could not be easier. And it's kind of this awesome purpley scarlet color. And it looks really, really good. And because of it's a jam and not a jelly, it's a little chunky, so you've got texture as well. Yes. And it's not gonna be so thick that you can't spread it on your pancake. Right. Okay. So that's the blackberry one. We've taken care of that. We're gonna move on to the apricot, which as I said, is kind of a light orange color. And again, you can use any flavor you want. You want strawberry, use strawberry. You want orange marmalade, do that. Even fig would be good or? Fig would be good, a little bit more savory. And I'm sure you could make a savory version of this. You may decide that instead of doing jams, you do uh, herbs. Oh yeah, this would be great if you did a more savory pancake, so don't add the vanilla. And then you do like a chive or herb cream cheese. You could add smoked salmon. Dill, be really good. Dill. Dill would be good. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of variations of this. And again, that's another reason why I like it. 
Yeah, so now she is mixing the apricot preserves with the cream cheese. It's a really pretty golden orange color, which is a nice contrast to the dark purple blackberry we've already got. That's right. And you know, when you're trying something new, I think that it's important to be easy on yourself. It, it doesn't always come out the first time. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, this one is so easy. It's just pretty hard to fail. Yeah. That is true. I mean, we I try lots of different recipes, and I've gotten to where I can pretty much pick out if a recipe is going to be good or not. But sometimes I fail spectacularly, and that's okay. But uh, again, that's uh, some of it depends on equipment and, and success, and has really nothing to do with your cooking or baking capabilities. That's also true. And you know, this particular one, we we're using uh, a perfect slice pan because it has inch marks all around the edges and it comes with a slicer that goes all the way across. So in this recipe, it's just absolutely ideal. Now you can yeah. do it, I'm sure, in a regular pan. It's just harder and takes more time. And you might not get even pancakes. It won't affect the taste, but it won't make as pretty a picture. So right now I'm doing the raspberry preserves and they are, this one is a bright red. So we've got a bright red and kind of a dark purple and a golden filling. And uh, it's just cream cheese and jelly, and I guarantee you people will just swoon over it. And also, this is great if you have picky eaters and somebody says, well, I really like apricot and somebody else only likes blueberry. You can easily make two apricot, one blueberry, you can do three blackberry, one strawberry. It's really easy. And I mean, you can also layer in fresh fruits with that as well if you want. I mean, the possibilities are really endless. We're giving you a template and you can fill it the way you want. That's right. And you can also top it the way you want because. I call them hats. I think everything should have a garnish on top. It just looks more finished and more professional. And you can do many different things. With these, I think I'm going to just probably top it with a little powdered sugar and a sprinkling of pecans. But uh, if you want them a little sweeter, you could do whipped cream with, you know, a little strawberry and a little uh, fruit on top of each one to show what flavor they are. Or maple syrup would be great. Maple syrup would be great. I mean, Again, the possibilities are endless, which, again, makes it a little more fun to cook, isn't it? When it becomes it an artistic venture instead of just a chore. <laughs> and you can customize it to what you like. Because not everybody likes, you know, apricot preserves. But that's okay. You don't have to. That's right. Now, this can be your whole entire meal. If you want to put, like, three on a long, skinny plate, just it'd be beautiful in front of each person. And that could be the whole brunch. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make it into a more complete meal. And I'm going to serve my brunch with scrambled eggs with a little cheese, sprinkled with a little green onion. Uh, there will also be fresh fruit on the side. And then uh, little sausages, little maple sausages with these beautiful stuffed pancakes on the side. Yum! Okay, so we've pulled the pancakes out of the oven. They are beautiful and golden brown. And now what are we going to do? We're going to let them cool, but then what? Okay, once they're cool, I'm going to cut them with my perfect slice pan and slicer. And by using every third mark, I'm going to come out with perfect three by three squares. This is going to be my sandwich bread, which is pancakes. So, so these are going to look like little pancake sandwiches. Yes, that are stuffed in the middle with this beautiful, various colored jam uh, cream cheese mixtures. So I'm going to take a bottom and I'm going to put the apricot cream cheese on this one and top it with another perfect square. 
Now I'm going to do it this very same thing with the blackberry mixture. First a pancake, then the mixture, then another pancake slice, another sandwich. Now I'm going to do the exact same thing with the blackberry. Now using this method, I came out with 10 perfect sandwiches. And each one is beautiful. Each one's a different flavor. I'm going to arrange them on my platter. I am now sprinkling them with a little powdered sugar. I'm going to top each one with a berry or with a little apricot and then sprinkle the, all of them with chopped pecans. Have you ever seen a more beautiful pancake display? They're really beautiful. They look like they could belong in any high-end patisserie. They look like little layered tea cakes. They're so pretty. And of course, you can see my social media for pictures of the actual pancakes. And let me tell you, not only are they pretty, they are delicious. I snuck a bite and oh my gosh, you do not want to sleep on this recipe. It is delicious. We're going to let my wonderful little taste tester, my little toddler, try a little bit of this pancake. What do you think, Camille? What do you think? Is it good? Is it yummy? More? You want more? More? Is it yummy? Yeah. Yum yum? Please. More please? More please. Well, that is a resounding five-star review from a toddler. Let's see if she likes the apricot as well as she liked the raspberry. You want to try the apricot? You've never had apricot. What a wonderful way to introduce them to a new flavor. What do you think? <laughs> Yummy. She's smiling. She's so enthralled with the food, she's not even talking, which is saying a lot because she's quite a talker. More? No. More? No. Please? Please. <laughs> More pancake? Do you want to try the blackberry now? It's purple. It's your favorite color. Okay, we're going to try blackberry now, Camille. Mmm. What do you think? Good. Yummy? More? No. <laughs> Please? Please. <laughs> all right, so clearly you can tell this recipe is a hit. And she liked all three flavors, and I bet all your guests will too. <laughs> if you want to be the hostess with the mostest, then you need to prepare brunches that are beautiful, easy, and delicious. And this covers all three of those spaces. And I guarantee you, it's not something they've had before. So you will be able to look like the unique baker that gives them a surprise every time they come. Enjoy this recipe because I'll be making it frequently. I hope so. Thank you to my lovely mom, Becky Parr, for developing and sharing this absolutely delicious recipe with us. What a wonderful and tasty way to close out this season. And speaking of ending the season, with Thanksgiving coming up, I am so grateful to all of you, my listeners, who have supported me from the beginning. And I'm also so thankful for the ability to write novels and podcast, both of which I have really come to love. And every kind word from each of you just means so much to me. Now, just because this is the end of the season doesn't mean this is the end of Horror Humor Hunger. We will be back in the spring with a brand new season focusing on a brand new short story that is sure, as always, to bring the horror, the humor, and the hunger. I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season, and I'll see you in 2024.